Welcome, sports fans, to the latest SNM production of the Sunday Night Sports Nerd Show. It is the most absurd 90 minutes of anything goes smack talk and a whole lot more. Every Sunday night, the sports nerd joins forces with three charismatic co-hosts who are a select group of sports nerds with attitude, better known in nerd nation as the Rampage. We are four of the most loud smack talking nerds around, coming at you with six rips and rants, maybe just enough to make you your pants. So listen up, Nerd Nation. Let's rise and welcome the legend himself. He is the founder, he is the host, and he is the star of the Sports Nerd Show. Coming to you live, straight out of Lakeland, Florida, Scott, the Sports Nerd. Right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sports Nerds. We have uh, my co-host tonight, Big E, Elliot Big E Lamba, and John G. Olson on the road with the kids. He's calling for help. <laughs> this show was brought to you by Tim Hortons. There you go. Uh, Tim and a whole lot, and a whole lot of air going on. <laughs> a whole lot of hair. A whole lot of windy shit. Uh, is that funny. your fifth wheel? Hey, is that your fifth wheel? Oh, 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 I know why. I know why. I know why. Sorry. It's like I have it like poked right up against the air conditioner. So, yeah, it sounds like you're in a freaking wind turbine. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Now we're good. We're good. We're good. Sorry. So, I'll be home in like 15 minutes where I'll try to be a little bit more professional. But, uh, we'll try to we'll try to hold down the fort while yeah you don't trust me to hold down the fort but Elliot can hold it down. <laughs> well, do you want? How about she just talks to everyone for the next thirty minutes? No, I don't think she wants to talk to us. <laughs> well, her sister's in the back, so her sister will talk talk to everyone. <laughs> yeah, they talk about us. <laughs> talk about us, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Uh, good times. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll be in a few. Hey, just make sure you break when you get in the driveway, okay? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> no drive throughs. No drive throughs. We already got our Tims. So we're good in KFC. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, All right. See you guys in a bit. All right, John, thanks. Yeah. All right. All right, just you and me. And Kenny says it keeps saying he's blocked their access to his mic, which is bullshit. I haven't blocked access to anything. So, I don't know. Yeah, That's something like that. Hey, look, go. this is what happens. I keep saying it. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to probably say it next week and the week after. Get the fuck out of Texas. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he'll do that. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, Clark, he'll be back in a few minutes. He's he's, he's almost home. Um, all right. Yeah, so for those yeah, of he's, you, he's he's taking a spin in his fifth wheel. Yeah, right. He, he bought a fifth wheel. So, so what do we got, man? Well, we got you and me, and we got sports. Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into, brother. Oh, we can get into a whole lot of trouble. I, I know, don't right? Know if that's the purpose of the show. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go down the list of the stuff that you posted in our Discord this week, okay? We're just going to go down the list. 
All right, where are we starting? The first one is Heinz Field has a new name. Oh, yeah. What is it? Acrimonious? Acrisure Stadium. Acrisure, there you go. Acrisure Stadium named after an insurance company. And and not even in the state of Pennsylvania, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, they're like like out of Illinois or Michigan or some shit. I think maybe it's Wisconsin. I'm not sure. No, Clarky. Actually, Texas is still suffering from infrastructure issues. Yes. (laughs) It's got nothing to do with power. It's infrastructure. Um, the place is built on 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 dead land. <laughs> that's what happens when you when happens when you have an independent power grid. You're not linked to anybody else in the country. Exactly, that's the problem. Yes, yes. Um, so Pittsburgh announced that they're no longer going to be Heinz Field. I don't know about you, Elliot, but it'll always be Heinz Field to me. It'll always be the mustard bowl. It'll always yeah, be the ketchup bowl. It'll, it'll always be the, be the ketchup, the, 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 the giant ketchup bottle, you know what yes. I'm saying? Um, yes. You know, when, uh, when Heinz played there, I thought the field was actually named after him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I forgot. Hey, you know what? I totally disregarded the fact that it was named after the ketchup. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I thought it was Heinz's field, the, the the wide receiver. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, the biggest insult, I think, is to name it a company that nobody did, nobody heard of. heard of Acresure? No, never. Not till no, not never till in my happened. life. No. They're not even in the state of Pennsylvania. No, they're not. Come on now. Shit. At least, at least some of these other stadiums that have this, you know who the corporation they're is. They're Michigan-based, actually. I just saw Michigan-based. Yeah, they're Michigan-based, yes. Maybe Ken knows who they are. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I put up a meme that says the worst thing to happen to, to Heinz Field since uh, Bane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In the dark night rises. Yes. Yeah, when he destroyed the entire freaking. Hey Jamal. hey, Jamal, what's up, buddy? When he destroyed the entire field, they might as well just. I mean, again, I have no idea who they are. Who no. is this? Nope. Never heard do of we, them before. Do we know who this is? Hope oh, we got a Facebook user. Hang on. Who is it? Yeah, that's what oh, I'm that's asking Ken. about. That's Ken. That's Ken. Hang on a second. Ken says he has no idea who they are either. I'm going to give Ken the link so he can re- re- reconnect or restream. He has no idea who is what? Huh? Ken posted in the Facebook that he has no idea who Acrisure is either. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, you don't. Okay. Thanks, Ken. <coughs> Thanks yeah. for chiming in, man. Ken, reconnect your account to uh, restream. There you go. There's the link. Um. But yeah, I, I, I never heard of them. It's it's weird because I'll never call it Acrisure Stadium. I'm always going to call it Heinz Field. It's just, you know, it's just odd. Just really odd. Uh, well, you know what it is? It, it, it all comes down to what, what's been happening with this fucking country for the last several years. Corporate America is taking over. Okay. Thank God the Yankees make enough money to keep their stadium. Well, you, also got, you also got Wrigley Field, and there has never changed. The Wrigley's have enough money. Correct. All okay. Right. Dodger Stadium Dodger will Stadium never, will never change. change. Lambeau Field will never change. Lambeau Field's not going anywhere because Field the, the fans own, basically own that place. Yeah, Soldier Field won't change unless they move out of Chicago. Um, 
you know. Um, but I mean, they've changed a lot of others. Remember, Hard Rock Stadium, that's yeah. what Miami. Miami is now, yeah. You know, how many American Airlines arenas are there in, in the world of sports? A bunch. Fenway you know Park. Park I was going to say Fenway, Fenway Park, Park is never going to change. Right. Okay. Gillette Stadium is never going to change. I'm just, I'm a little disappointed by the fact that these major sports corporations are buckling under to other corporations. Like they can't support themselves. Right. You know what it is. You're good, Ken. You know what it is. They can never have enough money. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I mean the sponsorship of the name, the naming rights to a stadium, it brings in a lot of money to the to the to the teams, into ownership, and that's how they do it. But why'd you have to go with some offbeat nobody that nobody's ever freaking heard of instead of getting like like you know I mean come on. I mean, you could call it Hershey Field. The Hershey's in Pennsylvania. Get Hershey to freaking sponsor you for Christ's sake. Somebody. Yeah. But Acrisure? Acrisure. 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 I'm not yeah. sure what the fuck Acrisure. You can't even say it. <laughs> That's because it's acrimonious that they actually did that. Okay. <laughs> it is a foul beyond fouls. Okay. And I just believe that they have done an injustice, okay, to all of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Their fans. Schaefer Stadium. Sullivan. Okay. Yeah. And then it used to be Foxborough. Foxborough. But Gillette now it's had, not going to change. Gillette had those rights for, for, over, for decades. But, right. And it's since Robert Kraft came along. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, you know what? The guy that used to, you guy, the guy that you remember, the guy that used to do those commercials, and I, I bought, I liked it so much, I bought the company. That used, that's the guy that used to, uh, used to own Gillette, and he also at one point in time owned the the Patriots, but he sold it to Kraft. Victor Cayenne, that's the guy. Yippee Kaye, what? Victor Cayenne. I remember Victor. <laughs> he used to own the Patriots, and then he sold it to to Robert Kraft, but they did, and I mean. Robert Kraft, I think the stadium opened in twenty years ago, and I think Kraft is the one that built. And that's it. when Kraft took over, right? Yeah, twenty exactly. years ago. Yeah, yeah. The igloo in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but the igloo no longer exists, Ron. It's no longer no. a venue. They uh-uh. don't they don't use that venue anymore. No. I remember just the like, igloo. Just like the Boston Garden doesn't yes. exist, but it's yeah. the TD Garden now, yeah. and everybody knows who TD is. TD you know yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. TD exactly. Bank, yeah. Come on now, yeah. You know, uh, everybody knows City, City Field in New York. Victor, which used to be Shea Stadium, which is no longer in existence either. But yeah, right. And they couldn't name it Shea Stadium again because it wasn't it wasn't Shea. Shea was always going to be Shea. And the Yankee and the Mets don't have the 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 capital that the Yankees have either. Right. You can't imagine the Yankees selling naming rights to, to that stadium. Anymore. They're never going to sell naming rights no, to that stadium no, ever, no, ever. No. Nope, nope, nope. I agree. That would be the biggest blasphemy in sports history. Yep. Okay, and yep. like you said, there's other fields out there. Um, that just it, it just ain't going to happen. It's it's, right. it's against all laws and and nature and and everything else. Yeah. Dallas, Miami, there's actually two or three American Airlines uh, venues 
Yeah. I can't remember where yeah. the third one well, is. And then Jerry Jones came along and 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 bought the bought the Cowboys and Texas Stadium. AT Texas Stadium was no longer when he built the the mausoleum and and where. Well, yeah, but AT. Do we all know who AT and T is? Yes, we all know who AT and T is. And they're based out of where? Texas, I think, aren't they? Are they in Texas. I believe or? so. Okay. I believe so. And again, it's just amazing how these freaking teams. I understand the economics of it. Okay. Yes. I understand, uh, as Ron says, they have to go where the money is. Right. But that still doesn't negate the fact that they're a bunch of sellouts. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Plain I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But again, it's always going to be Heinz Field to me. It's always going to be Heinz Field. Yeah, it's Rogers is the biggest biggest cable company in the, in the country, Ron. So that's probably why they get all the naming rights to all the stands. I mean, they own the Toronto Blue Jays for goodness sake. Well, yeah, I mean, so. Rogers is a, is a is a what? They have the biggest footprint in Canada. Yeah, communications company. Yes. Yeah, they basically own the place. Yeah, kind of like uh, Texas is owned by what that power the power people yeah. over there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean every every event. Look, when I when I was living in Arizona, I would go to Phoenix Suns games at the America West Arena. I mm-hmm. think it's called the Walking Stick Arena now, or some shit. Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't even keep up. You need a scorecard to figure out these freaking names Rod, anymore. Yeah, Rogers Center in Toronto. So Rogers, that's that's three venues, right? The Bob used to be uh, Bank One Ballpark. Or you know, in in yeah. uh, where the Diamondbacks used to play, mm-hmm. it ain't that anymore. You know. Um, well, and even here in Tampa, it's Emily Arena. It was the Ice Palace for a long time here in Tampa too. So right, where the hell did they get Emily from? It's a, it's an oil company. Here, I think so. I'm not sure where. No, Ken, you don't have to rename your ketchup. Now. Yeah, can I get a can I get some Acrosure on my hot dog, please? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they don't have 57 variations of Acrosure. Right, there you go. God, geez, man. Unbelievable. Oh. When I saw that, I was like, God help us. God help us. Oh my God. Um let's see what else we can talk about. You posted a link. Um the most dominant player at every position heading into 2022. Yeah, now just let's let's just preface that real quick. Okay. Yeah. Let's this just according preface to Bleacher that Report. real quick. All right. It's according to Maurice Moten. A Bleacher Report. Who is a writer for the Bleacher Report. Yep. And as I always put in a preface to any of these lists, okay, it is subjective. Yep. And strictly the opinion. And now, if you read through it, and I'll try to read through it as quickly as possible, when you think about the NFL's most dominant players, record-breaking numbers, recent accolades, and overall impact should come to mind. 
How does a player production change the complexion of his team, the opposing club's game plan, and where does he stack up against his peers in certain statistical categories? We must also look at consistency. A player can establish dominance in one season, though he can put the league on notice with a breakout year. Nonetheless, the prominent playmakers have shown their best across multiple campaigns in succession. Yep. We've separated players by position and highlighted the most dominant within a group using the aforementioned criteria. This isn't a list of NSL stars with the most career achievements, but in some cases we used recent All-Pro honors as well as Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year awards to settle a close call between the top two candidates. Lastly, each selection is expected to produce at the highest level in 22. In 2022. So... What Miracle Whitfield? <laughs> yeah, I just I just saw that. Change the name to Miracle Whitfield. There you go. Miracle Whitfield. <laughs> okay, so at quarterback, of course, you know Tom Terrific is is the pick. And again, it's if you look at the criteria, it's about how does how does the guy change the team? I mean, hey Janelle. I mean, it's not only that. Oh, his consistency over years. But I mean, the guy had the best statistical year of his career at the age of 43. In Tampa. Not, 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 New, not, not in New England. Yeah. In Tampa. This guy's like reverse Benjamin Button over he's here. Like, he's like freaking the, the Terminator. He just keeps coming at you. He, he doesn't just, stop. He, he's like a mix of the Terminator and the Energizer Bunny, dude. Yes. He just keeps coming at you over and over and over again. And I mean, sprinkle it on. I'll be back. He's always coming back. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. Tom Brady for consistency and overall value to his team. Yep. Should conceivably be at the top of that list. Now you're going to get an, and and I know John's not here, but you know, he's going to throw in Josh Allen. Yes. Oh, why is it Josh? But you know what? Josh Allen hasn't proven that he can win yet. Mm. He's had some a couple good seasons or whatever, okay? But he still hasn't won the big one. And he still hasn't taken his team to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady went into Tampa in his first season. Yes. He took them to the Super Bowl, and, and he won. was one blown defensive play from taking them back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So – yeah, I get that. Now, as far as the honorable mention is concerned, I'm not sure I agree with Iron Rodgers being the honorable mention as the number two. Because Aaron Rodgers, let's get real, he has done some great statistical things over the years, and right. he's always taken his team to the playoffs, this, yeah. that, and the other, but he's a freaking choke artist. When it comes down to it, he fucking chokes. Who would you put in the, in the alternate? See, what you have to look at is that these two guys, the longevity, their longevity is what has them where they are. And, and yeah. as far as I as far as I can see with this particular list, um, it has to do with longevity and what they've done constantly. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers. He's won that, yeah, but he's won MVP though, the last two years. He's won long. MVPs, he's been to the playoffs pretty much every year. Back, back MVPs, in fact. Okay. Um 
as far as who I would put in that category, I probably can't think of anybody off the top of my head if you look at those parameters. Right. Okay. I mean, the guy has done it pretty much all, except, except. He's got one ring. He doesn't have multiple rings. Yeah. And, and again, Clarky, Josh Allen has shown that he has the Poe. Okay. I call it the Poe. And that's potential <laughs> to be a great quarterback. Right. But his greatness has yet to surface because he's never been. He's lost to, he's lost to, uh, what's his name? Mahomes. Mahomes. In two big challenges, yeah, okay, back to back playoff years, yes, exactly. And I granted it was his defense's fault that they lost this last one. Yeah, you're gonna let you're gonna let you're gonna let Mahomes drive the field in 13 seconds and give up the touchdown. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I understand that, but yeah. did Josh Allen do enough during the game to keep that from happening? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you go down, you go down as a team, not as individuals. <clears throat> and the fact is, is that if Josh Allen might have put them up by two touchdowns, then it would have been a moot point at that at that point. Yeah, I, I agree, Clarky. Josh is on 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 the hot seat. He needs to be able to take him. To and here's the here. thing: when you put that much pressure on somebody, it can have the adverse effect. Because, like I said, one you can you can write it down on paper, you can put it in words, you can do everything you want to say somebody's going to do something. Yeah. I mean, if that was the case, Aaron Rodgers would have four or five Super Bowl rings by Correct. now. Correct. Okay? Because yes. he's had the best receiver in the freaking game over yes. the last decade. Yes, I know. Yes. Okay. He's now in Oakland. Yeah. But Excuse me, Las it's Vegas. that bugaboo. It's that bugaboo that when you get to – it's like, okay, so – Nobody believed that Tampa was going to beat Kansas City in the Super Bowl because Mahomes was unstoppable. And guess what? Guess what? He got shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unstoppable in my eye. Tampa Baby wrote the blueprint on how to beat Pat Mahomes. Exactly. And, again, Josh Allen, I do not take anything away from him, and the expectation level for him is through the roof. But he has yet to do it. He has not been there enough time to be able to supplant guys like Brady and Rodgers who have done it over and over and over. And like I said, when it comes to expectations, if expectations alone were a a barometer for success, then Aaron Rodgers would have as many rings as Tom Brady. Got it. All right. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Nobody expected Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl with Tom. Well, you know what? To be honest, Ken, <laughs> Elliot, you know, if my memory serves you right, Aaron Rodgers has had the talent around him to be that successful. Brady, but he's always Brady run, with- but he's <laughs> but he's always run into a situation right. where he went up against another team that figured him out right. in and the playoffs. To be honest. To be honest, Brady does Brady's talent has not been as great as Aaron Rodgers has had in Green Bay. No, he's made the no. best out of what talent he had around him, and 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 you know what, an all time great quarterback is able to do that. But here's the thing: Brady brings out the greatness in everyone. Correct. 
Would Rob Gronkowski be who he is today with Tom without no, Tom Brady? No. no, no. Would Bill Belichick be the coach that he is today without Tom Brady? No, or no. that he and was you know up what? until you Brady left. Players, you know, um, you know. Yeah, well, well Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is just bizarre to begin with. Yes, off the okay. field, he's he's a weirdo. He's um, he's strange. Yes, just um, the COVID toe. I mean, Edelman wouldn't be Edelman. Tobit. Yeah, no, none of those guys would be. And you look, even the defenses wouldn't have been as good because Tom right, because, Brady, because Tom yeah. Brady kept defenses off the field. Yes, and not only he that, kept but his defense. But, off but the Brady field. expects Brady has, has puts it forward that he expects you to be good, to be great, to do your job, and, and get out there. And he's inspirational, not just his offensive players, but his defensive players as well. And you know why? Because he gets everybody to buy in yes. to his frame of mind and to his beliefs and to his approach. Right. And that's the thing about Tom Brady is he has an ethic of work and an approach to the game that, quite frankly, maybe less than a handful of quarterbacks have had throughout time. Yeah. To be yeah. honest with you. I mean, I mean, he's a select company when it and and right now i'm sorry i mean i didn't like him for the x amount of years he was with new england no i don't need that that was just guilt by association on my part (laughs) 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 and i think that's the case for many people today because you see how the how the winds of acceptance changed once he left new england because you know what when tom left new england he could be himself yeah He's having more fun now than he did his entire career in in New, in New England. Because and you know what? He got again. His, you know, he's able to put his hair down, relax, and just have just, fun. That's just to doing. put it, just to put an emphasis on that statement, guilt by association. A got lot you. of the scandals that they had in New England, he was sucked into those. Yep. He didn't even have a direct. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have direct knowledge or well, the NFL accused him of deflating the footballs, but he, you know, he doesn't, you know, it wasn't. He, he didn't again. Was that truly his idea? I no, have I don't no think idea. it was. I don't think it was. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just don't know. But the bottom line is, is that all of a sudden, you're seeing a guy that was on everybody's hate list because right. of who he played for yep. and with. Yep. Okay. And now he's just like this whole other figurehead, so to speak. And he's become the most likable bad guy of all time. Correct. You know? Correct. So, again, Brady is Brady and until someone becoming a Brady love fest. I don't and I never thought we'd see a day. Until Brady <laughs> breaks down and, and can't can't get it done, yep. he's always gonna be considered the best quarterback on the field at any point in time. Agreed. Plain and simple. Agreed. All right. All right, let's move on to running backs. Now they're picking Jonathan Taylor. The only reason I don't agree with this is Taylor had one good season. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. Isn't that going against what they I mean, just said? The running, back, running, the, the running back dominance is is not as big a deal as it used to be with the with with the way. Well, the let's put it this way. Let's put it this way: dominance 
dominance is also a subjective thing. Thanks, Clarky. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Clarky, you're pretty awesome too, man, because you're a Yankees fan. So I like <laughs> yeah. he, um, won't hold, he won't hold the Patriots fandom against you, but he's going to say you're a Yankees fan, so he's going to like it. <laughs> and by the way, just for uh, just out of respect to Ken, I don't want to bring up anything about the Yankees and the Red Sox this yeah. weekend. Yeah, let's not because do that. it's just not cool. No, you know no, what I'm saying? No. Uh, the Boston Red Sox right now are snake bit. What happened to uh, Sale it, today? Let's hope Sale gets 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 healed quick. Yeah, that that, was, that, that was guy is running into all kinds of that bad was luck. Ugly man, that was ugly. And my condolences to the Red Sox nation on on, on Chris Sale. Yeah, I game. mean, and if you were, I don't know if you were watching the game or not, but um, let's see, it was it was Judge. Matt Carpenter, who, by the way, Matt Carpenter, what a rebound. It up. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's got yeah. an over 1,300. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Yankees. Here we are talking about the Yankees. And the no, no, no. But I'm talking about an individual who last night basically choked up in front of the camera. Yeah. When they asked him what it what it was like to get that, that curtain call. Yeah. You know, last night when he hit the second of three of two three-run homers. Here's a guy that had seven home runs in three seasons and 400-plus at-bats with St. Louis. St. Louis sent him packing, all right? He wound up in AAA with the Texas Rangers, got bought out his contract, yep. got released, and then got called by the Yankees, okay? That was no guarantee that he was going to come in and do what he's done. Nope. But Not the guy – and I call him that '70s show with that damn mustache he's he's running walking around with. You know what I'm saying? Um, the porn star Earth, mustache. Look, the porn star mustache. Yeah, the, Jer- <laughs> the Ron Jeremy mustache. <laughs> but <laughs> actually, Nestor Cortez looks more like John Ron Jeremy than yeah, okay, Matt right. Carpenter. But anyway, getting back to the point at hand: thirteen home runs. 32 runs back, well, now 34, I think. Yeah, 34. In 31 games with the Yankees. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He gets an RBI every two-point something at bats, okay? And he gets a home run every, I think it's like seven at bats. Wow. And the next closest person is like every 11 or 12 at bats. You know what I'm saying? So Pretty impressive run right there. It's a great story. Yeah. For a guy who was a, a major, major contributor to the St. Louis Cardinals for many, many years. Yeah. Ken brings up a good point. What happened to the no facial hair rule in, in, in on, on the Yankees? The Yankees have always allowed mustaches. Well, yeah. Thurman Munson had a mustache when he played. Ron Guidry had a mustache. Ron Guidry, yes. Okay. Mustaches have always been okay. Hey, uh, Goose Gossage, I believe, had a mustache. Goose Gossage, yep. Okay. Yeah, it's beers that they don't allow. Yeah, I think it's just beers. Uh, I think Clark, right. he's right. Okay. They don't allow any anything other than a mustache. I mean, you can get a 5 o'clock shadow going, but eventually you got to get rid of that. You got to shave that shit. Okay. And, and again, a lot of people, oh, that's stupid. Da, 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 da. You know, Cincinnati Reds used to be that way. Mm. They were even worse than the Yankees with their clean cut thing. There's John. 
You know what I'm saying? You missed all the but Josh love. Mustache has always been something that the Yankees have, have said okay to. Um, and I just don't think changing. Tr- What's the huh? matter? Do you hear air again or no? No. 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 Okay. No. Welcome I just, in. I got, I got the fan going, so I didn't. Uh, oh no no no! Yeah. Yeah. All right. As long as you, I mean, you had your phone right up against the AC vents. So I didn't even that. realize it until I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like a dummy. But yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. We were on? discussing. We, we, we were just discussing. After Elliot promised not to Yankees baseball, <laughs> I didn't. No, I again, I didn't want to discuss the Yankees, but I wanted to point out the Matt Carpenter story yeah. because I think it's a phenomenal story. Yeah, he's at a, he's at a, he's been on terrific tear. You're right. You know, for for a guy who was sitting at home wondering if his career was over, to all of a sudden becoming an intricate part of what they're doing. Who who's he talking about? Matt, Matt Carpenter. Matt he Carpenter. used to play for the St. Louis Cardinals. He was an all-star, big time. And then his swing or whatever went south on him. He he spent like the last three seasons with seven home runs and over 400 at-bats. Right now he has like 80-something at-bats with the Yankees and has 13 home runs Yeah, in just 31 games. You know, and it's just a great story because, like I said, last night when they were interviewing him, he choked up on the mic in, in, in front of a national audience. You know what I'm saying? When they asked him, what was it like for going from where you were to getting a curtain call at Yankee Stadium? And beautiful. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you missed um you missed the Josh Allen talk, John. Sorry well, about that. Well, it's re up. What's the Josh Allen talk? What's okay, the- so and 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 again, nobody was bashing Josh Allen. Josh nope, Allen, I consider to be one no, of the best. No one can bash Josh Allen. <laughs> right. Like, it's got nothing yeah. to do with Josh Allen. Yeah, if someone Allen, bashes it, they're just a hater. That's it. It's yeah. just about <laughs> it's just a okay. So we got this list from a guy from Bleacher Report, and he had certain criteria as to who he believes are the right. top-rated players at every most, position. The most dominant, I think, is what it's called. Right. right. Yeah. At every position. And, of course, you know, out of reputation and and consistency and just producing over and over Tom and over Brady. again, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady is ranked number yeah. one. I saw that list, yeah. Okay, they rank Rodgers second. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, in some of the discussion, it came up that, you know, Josh Allen is probably going to win a Super Bowl this year with Buffalo, this, that, and the other. And 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 I get it. The expectation is it. there. <laughs> He's done enough to show that expectation should be there for him to win it. Yeah. But, you know, I have to put the argument out there that if expectation was a factor for winning Super Bowls, Aaron Rodgers would probably have as many rings as Tom Brady. Because he's had many expectations of winning Super Bowls and never quite got it done. So far, Josh Allen has been a really good quarterback. But in the big games, he's fallen short. And not not totally his responsibility. Okay. He fell short in the Kansas City game? No, that was defense. I'm not. not, Look, it's like I told these guys. When you lose, you lose as a team, not as an individual. That's okay. fair, but he did and, absolutely everything he could. 
He did. He like, did. Not, and the defense, and the defense didn't do enough. Right. Okay. Yeah, and the rules yeah. weren't his friend either for not being able to get a, a possession in overtime. Right. Okay. I get that. But this is the same rules and stuff that everybody else plays on. All right. Had he done something differently, maybe during the game that would have put them up a, a well, couple okay, more but, points. But, you know. but the bottom line is, is that yes, I agree. Josh Allen should have that expectation placed on him at this point to take a team which probably has the best roster in the NFL as we speak and go to the Super Bowl and win. But but like you said though. If expectations, like if you look at the track record, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers has had a whole lot more miserable losses in right. big games, right? Like Tom Brady put him. But again, it's for sure. it's about ex. When I say expectation, I mean Aaron Rodgers was expected with the team that he had, the number one receiver, the running game, everything that was in his favor. Okay, but he wound up running into some situations where teams had his number. San Francisco being one of them, you know. He lost games that, for all intents and purposes, he should have won. But And that was the expectation. But expectations right. don't win games, and they don't win championships, is what I'm saying. So... Great. I hope Josh Allen wins the Super Bowl because the way he's played so far in his career, he deserves that at least the opportunity to be there. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Um, but again, it takes a whole lot to get through. I understand that Matt Stafford did it in one season by making one change going to the Rams, but you know, that was kind of a, a couple of lucky things that put him in other words, luck got him to where he got. Bad luck kept Josh Allen out of getting to where he was supposed to go. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so in the end, like I said, in a list like that, you kind of got to put in there if it's based on consistency. And But here's the thing. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do this year without Devontae Adams? Nothing. Exactly. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think they're gonna. Who's his number one receiver? Alan Lazard. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna find out if Aaron Rodgers was a product of Devontae Adams, or vice versa. If if Aaron Rodgers just snake bit all along. You know what I'm saying? Again, to this point, I think. Josh Allen has been snake bit, to be honest with you. Okay. He's had some, he's had some bad luck. Back to back playoff losses of like, Chiefs. Just like Patrick Mahomes had the expectation of putting it to Tampa in the Super Bowl, and it just turned out to be the other way around <clears throat> because Tampa had that blueprint. <clears throat> and on top of all that, it's hard to go up against Tom Brady and beat him. Look, he was one defensive break breakdown one blown defensive play from getting back to the Super Bowl last season against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, you 
I totally agree with him as the number one dominant player at the position going into any season, especially the fact that he got his best year came at the age of 43 <laughs> away from the team that supposedly made him who he was. Right. Oh, I, I have no problem. Him. I have no problem with putting Tom up top. Yeah. Like, if he was with the Patriots, I might have had a problem with putting him up top. Let's go, Tom. Yeah. Tommy B12. Let's well, he's go. gone from I'm... villain. He's gone from villain to hero. Just oh, I, I even follow him on Twitter beautiful. now. Like, come on. Are you kidding? Yeah. He's a great Twitter follow. He oh, really he's is. Great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he's the same so, age as me, right? Like, we were born in the set. Like, that shows you how much you've done with your life, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's always good when you see someone yeah, born. Yeah, but Tom Brady's the exception to the rule, John. You can't go by what, yeah. what Brady's done. <laughs> yeah, but it's, he's, it's it, I have no problem putting Tom up there. Tom, because he's he's – Money where the mouth is, man. He's shown improved, yeah. Well, man. Yeah, and we were talking so. about how he's gone from the Patriots <laughs> to the Bucks. And I hate him again, and, Clarky. <laughs> and and the he's fact not going that, to Miami. He's retiring with Tampa. The fact that he's having fun playing the position he in is. Tampa, whereas he was a robot and he couldn't show emotion as, as much in New England under under Belichick. No, that's he not had how Belichick to, does it. Yeah, he had to play the Patriot way. He yeah. had to do things the Patriot way. And the Patriot way isn't always the legit way. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, like I said, outside of the deflated ball thing, which I still I I still haven't seen the proof that he was the one totally behind that. Okay. Um, a lot of the other scandals that happened in 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 New England, he was sucked into that. Again. Aren't we all guilty of hating Tom Brady? Yes. Guilt by association? Yes. And Absolutely. we hated him when he was with the Patriots. We yep. love him now that he was he's with Tampa. But guilt by association is what got him sucked into all those controversial things that happened during his tenure. John's going to shake his head. You know what I'm saying? As a Buffalo fan, I can understand. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's whatever, man. It's like I don't even care. Like they're so like like Clarky's saying here. It's like Miami is the new target. You know, that's the new up and coming team in the AFC East. I think. You know, the Patriots. I'm sorry, Clark. I'm not trying to be mean. They didn't really do anything in the draft. It was kind of like you know they didn't really improve their team. They got rid of Nikhil Harry last week, right? They traded yeah. him for a bag of pucks or something to Chicago. Right. Um, like they, and they ripped who, who and whoever they traded with, they ripped them off because Nikhil Harry has been a major bust. Okay, yeah. even with Tom Brady, he couldn't do shit. Yeah, I, I, New York had a good draft. New York had a good draft, but Miami is like anytime you put Tariq Hill on your team and Jalen yeah. Waddle and yeah. Mike Gusecki, like they yeah. have a solid, solid roster. And, I just and, don't and, see Tom Brady playing one more year after this. I I, th I think it'll be it, it it'll be this year. If this year he does good and he's seems to be keeping up, but if Tom takes a big dive this year, stats wise, production wise, I think he'll just tap out. Yeah, I think he's the kind of guy that's I just like I'm at this level, and if I go below it, I'm. Done. I honestly think oh. that it could work that way on both ends of the spectrum. If he sucks balls and, and, and does nothing and, and shows that his career might be on the downturn, then yes, he pro would probably leave. But at the same time, I think if he wins a Super Bowl, he's going to go out on top and he's going to go out on top. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Bills Buccaneers Super Bowl. John, what do you think? Bills Buccaneers? Yes. Oh, gag me with a pitchfork. I mean, you know, <laughs> the Bills got to beat Tom Brady to win, a, to win a championship. How about that? Like, that would be, but see, that would be the storybook ending for the Buffalo Bills franchise, wouldn't it? Like, you finally defeated your. Your 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 final boss, like yeah. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick were the final boss. Yeah. Well, Bill Belichick was like sub, and we just beat the pants off him last year in the playoffs. Yeah. So it was like we ex- exercised that demon, and it's like Tom is like the final boss. He's like Metal Gear Solid at the end. And you got to fight the guy <laughs> with the one eye. The that one boss that you can't beat, right? The one boss yep. that you yep. can't yep. beat. Yeah, yeah, the one boss that you keep putting the quarters in you're right. constantly because you're going to get yeah. it, and yeah. that, that's what it'll be. Oh, you're staying up to all hours of the night hitting the replay button. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, fun story. I remember like when me and my buddy, we sat down. It was 36 hours straight of playing Metal Gear Solid, Jesus. and we finally beat it. And like the it literally felt like you climbed Mount Everest and you were there and it like, no one dared us to congratulate, you know, it's just me and him like, but it was just 36 straight hours, man. How old were you um, at this time, John? I was 1920, maybe okay. wow. 21 ish. Maybe. Yeah. When, when, yeah. when, when we, we could all do 36 hours straight. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It was definitely it a good 20 years ago. Now. Like it wasn't, you know, not nowadays. I can't no. even do ten hours without like to. All this right, is what hey, I did today. We... I'm living in the country, right? So in the country, you got to do things. So we got this fifth wheel. We got it. We we yes. purchased it um, <laughs> on Friday, and the guy said he would drop it off on Sunday. Yep. But where we wanted to put it, there was trees there. So me and my father-in-law get up this morning. We get out. He's got the chainsaw just chaining. And I'm taking big leaves and you know, like feeling like a lumberjack, <laughs> like taking big things. Like wood, like, in there, John, right? Oh, oh yeah, like look at my hands are all dirty Bro, I put in like twelve thousand steps today, just going back and forth, dumping wood here and there. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm country now, man. I'm uh-uh. I'm country. Call him bumpkin. Get the chicken jet, John. What's that? Hey, we got hey, we got high we got no high chicken. stakes gambling going on in the in the yeah, Cowboys. Ken, Ken and Scooby are doing high stakes gambling on on whether or not that Miami is going to see Sean Payton and Brady next year. A whole dollar. Yeah. That's all right. A whole yeah. dollar. Yeah. 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 Gangbusters. Yeah, I can man. see it now. They're gonna they're gonna one of them are gonna mail the dollar in the mail in an envelope to him. You, you, right. you can tell you're in America because he said folding money and and, and yeah. it's a one. It's like <laughs> yeah. I, you know, we we haven't had a folding <laughs> one here in like yeah, thirty you, years. Yeah, Clarky says you're gonna be sore tomorrow, John. Okay, so where we were just at, John, when you came in was uh, at the running back, back, and I was having a hard time uh, explaining why they would pick Jonathan Taylor at that position as the number one dominant running back. Compared to Derrick Henry, right? Right, well, and I was getting ready to say, you know, he was dominant, but you want to talk about dominant, Derrick Henry finished ninth amongst running backs and, and only played 10 out of 17 right. games. Well, only right. that, but Derrick Henry's power is what makes him dominant. The, the, right, but I here's, mean, he's, here's, got, he's got highlight real uh, face, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just face plants on everybody. And every, Josh every, Norman, we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I, mean, Josh, yeah. I mean, come on, the stiff, arm is, the stiff arm is legendary. I mean, yeah. he's knocked guys off their feet many, many times in multiple seasons. And I think Derrick Henry. But there are other the, running backs. Dominant. There are I, other running backs in the league that have done it more 
over time than Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor had one good season. And yeah. I don't think that the criteria made it clear that it was just what you did in one season. Derrick Henry has got an awful offense now. Yes. Like that offense might have ran through him, but it excelled with A.J. Brown. Agreed. They don't have – Ryan Tannehill doesn't have his little check down anymore. No, he doesn't. So people are just going to stuff the box. And in, 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 as we saw, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. But as we saw, it <laughs> means he's bitter box, when he says he's not. Right. Yeah. When we, when you stuff the box, the only way that Derrick Henry beats you is when there's holding and it's never called. So there's holding know, on every play in the NFL, John. It's never called. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm if, having a build. They call, right look, now. if they called every holding play, games would take six hours. But what I'm saying is, Derek Henry is I see the argument for Jonathan Taylor because he's got a better offense. I mean, I'll take I'll take Matt Ryan any day over Ryan Tannenhill, even oh, if Matt Ryan is like 50,000 years old and runs right. like a, a slug. Right. You know, but I I see the argument. Do I think Derrick Henry's the best running back in the league? Yeah, I do. But I think his team sucks. I think, and, and and the rationale behind him putting Taylor ahead of um, Henry is because apparently uh, the wear and tear of playing the position might have already caught up with him after last season, right. coming off that foot injury. Yeah, and then Ken Coslow is comparing Derrick Henry as this generation's Bo Jackson. Uh, Bo knows that, Bo knows that, but Bo don't yeah. know Jack because Bo can't rap. Well, what do you know? The did dog is first up. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even know about a tribe called Quest. Come on, man. Come on. All right, moving to the wide receiver. Now they're listing Devontae Adams as the number one dominant. And I guess you can say yes. I'm what's fine he gonna do in the Derek Carr? Flinging him the ball. Fine with it. Okay. Derek Derek Carr gets a lot of hate. He's a very, very good quarterback. Yes, he he's is. Not, I agree. He's not top tier, excellent, the greatest ever, but right. he doesn't do stupid things. So, right, and the thing, and he's like a checkdown guy too, right? So he he should continue to flourish. Um, and they were teammates at Fresno State. Him and Derek Carr. Okay. Right. Um, and Derek Carr has an accuracy rate of sixty five percent completion, and is an underrated yeah. deep ball thrower. Yes. You know, plus he's got those other targets, Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. Yeah. That's going to open up some stuff for Adams. And you know what? Adams used to open up stuff for Rodgers, and they didn't even have the talent around him that Adams has in Las Vegas. Right. right. <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine with yeah, Adams. I'm fine I can with him. See, I can see mm-hmm. Adams. They got Cooper Cup as honorable mention. Um, Statistically the best year ever right for like a right. wide well, but again like, one year <clears throat> one year he's got to yeah. string them together before he can surpass somebody like Devontae. he won the triple crown last year but like like you said it was just one year so one year you know what i'm saying matthew stafford could revert back to his lions days and yeah you know, that and that's what the guess with the that's what analogy says if adams had back to if adams had back-to-back first team all pro campaigns in 20 and 21 if Cup has another remarkable year with league-leading numbers, he would. And he can surpass him. Yes, I believe he can surpass him at yes. that point. 
especially if he doesn't do so good under Derek Carr. Right. Because then it would be one of those things where they say, well, maybe Aaron Rodgers made Devontae Adams. Again, it's all subjective until they get on the field. Yep. Actually play the games. I agree. Tight end. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. There's no argument there, except he's going to get triple teamed all season. He's going to get triple teamed this year, and his <laughs> stats are going to go way down, I think. You know? I I, I mean, yeah. I mean, Chase Edmonds? I, what? Chase Edmonds. <laughs> he said, I think Chase passes them this year. Chase Edmonds? <laughs> Chase Edmonds? I have no oh, idea. Oh, Jamar Chase. No, Jamar Chase. Jamar oh, Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, my, my darling in fantasy. Yeah, everyone slept on him last year. Got me to the finals. Last well, year. you know, Vikings receiver Jefferson came out and said he's gonna he's gonna suppress Devonta Adams as the number one receiver in the NFL this year. Well, not whatever, with Kirk buddy. Cousins throwing you the ball, you won't. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, not with not with not with Kirk Cousins, man. Again, <clears throat> if you look at Devonta Adams, yes, he played with Aaron Rodgers. Bottom line is, is that he's done it year in and year out. And Rodgers has suffered most when Adams wasn't around, as opposed to the other way around. Okay, because Adams can make you look good as a quarterback. He's got that kind of skill set. Yep. Yeah, he's he's awesome, man. He he's he re, he kind of reminds me of like not, and I'm not saying the type of player, but that excitement, like when Antonio Brown was at his peak in Pittsburgh, like that that I will grab everything, and you know I'm getting the ball thrown to me, so just throw it to me, you know. And but that's Jamar Chase too. Jamar Chase was like that mm-hmm. last year. He's a rookie, but like one year those, doesn't make. <laughs> Doesn't put you on yeah. the top of this list. I, I think the Bengals take a step back. I think they get kind of back to reality a little. I I, I think they kind of. But depends like because them. you know what they they beefed up their offensive. Line. They uh, they beefed up their offensive line. Yeah, but they still got what did what did Tennessee sack them nineteen times them. or something? Yeah, because because of the because of the Swiss cheese offensive line, right? You know, they got I, got, I still say they the Rams sacked them a lot in Super Bowl too. So I mean, but yeah. Hey, Tennessee sacked them nine times and they still won. That's what I yeah. mean. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a, look, know. Joe, Joe Swagger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe Girl. Swag, yeah. Yeah, he 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 finds a way to make things happen. And that's that's how he got to the Super Bowl. You know. Anyway, uh Travis Kelsey, yeah, he's gonna see a lot more targets because uh when you have Juju Smith-Schuster, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, and Sky Moore as your three wide receivers, uh, there's no other choice. There's no Tyreek Hill there. The cheetah's gone to Miami. Cheetah. Cheetah, cheetah, I'm sorry, but Patrick Mahomes' got pat, uh, stats got padded a lot when he shot, shot them short passes to Hill, and Hill just well, – yeah, yeah, Kelsey was the check down for, yeah. for, for, for Mahomes, always. Yeah, but I'm talking about Hill. Yeah. How many times did Hill turn a five-yard pass into an 80-yard touchdown? Correct. You know what I'm saying? He did it against the Bills. Sorry, John. Yeah. Now, if you was to not credit the quarterback for the yards that the receiver ran, then the stats wouldn't be so good for Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, again, the only time he could ever uh, connect downfield was Tyreek Hill, who outran everybody. Yeah. The only t- the only person that Tyreek Hill could not run was Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Honorable mention goes to Mark Andrews. I got I got a beef with that one, but that's just me. You, oh, you want you want Kittle? 
Well, I mean, I think Kittle's become a forgotten man. I think he's becoming a, he's become an afterthought. Yeah, he hasn't had the greatest of, of luck the last couple seasons with injuries and stuff like that. But the guy still had his skill level hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? And I get Mark Andrews had a great season. That's one season. But that's again, he's progressing. I think the only thing that's going to hold Kittle back is the fact that Trey Lance is the quarterback. Hmm. That's 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 the only reason I think that I can't really argue. But then again, you got other tight ends out there that can step up and, and do the same thing or more than Mark Andrews has done. But with Lamar Jackson coming back and Lamar Jackson's yeah, I would agree, Clarky. I mean, if you look at all these other tight ends, there is no blocker like George Kittle. You know, it's like Kronkowski was was the other guy that, you know, he was as valuable a blocker as he was a receiver. And I don't know how many times he, he saved Tom Brady's cookies <laughs> throwing blocks in that backfield, you know. So – I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, um, again, it's just one season, and I, I think Kittle, if he was healthy, would be more dominant in my in my opinion. If he was healthier, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's uh, been he's got he's got the injury bug the last couple of years, but uh, I think Kittle is a more dominant tight end. On some lists, he comes out as number one, even ahead of Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some less. Why? Yeah. Because of that blocking put that blocking ability. That, yes. that has a lot to do with it. Yep. Dawson Knox will not be denied this year. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson Knox might be denied because they have got so many other people to throw to. <laughs> Throwing Please. They're gonna have to okay. spread the wealth. You know what I mean? Now instead of having a cubby instead of an office, huh, John? You're the best. Offensive tackle is it? Is there any you. argument that Trent Williams is the best offensive tackle in the game? Trent Williams? Yeah. San Francisco. He's the first offensive lineman to score 99 on the Madden game. Rank, rank 99. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say Kittle's better than Kelsey just because he does everything. Kelsey Kelsey flourished in the Andy Reid offense because of there was a he guy named Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he had weapons, yeah. so he's going to get triple teamed. And I, I we're think gonna we're going to find out exactly who Kelsey is now that he does, yep. now that Tyreek Hill's not there. Yeah, that's scary, Clarky. I know, I know. I'm I'm a little okay, worried about that. Yeah, because like we don't want our Addy Muscle isn't always great. Slow. I know it's yeah. Him and him and Josh have been like posing up, like you know, doing all these beefy pics and on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. It's, that can sometimes <laughs> constrict you when you have larger muscle mass. Yeah, I hope I hope he uh, keeps the speed. Bodybuilders aren't the greatest athletes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, and that's nice. just that's just a fact. Tristan Wirfs of Tampa gets honorable mention. Now that makes sense only because. Tom Brady might have been in that Super Bowl if Tristan Wirfs didn't get hurt during the playoffs. Yeah, I, I remember that. That's, that's that backside help yeah. fell apart, and yeah. Brady was under more pressure than he than he would like to have been. Right. You know, 
and Wirfs, I mean, he didn't allow any sacks or anything like that. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, and so is DJ uh, DK Metcalf. Yeah. But it's like there's a lot of muscular guys out there. Yeah, but DK Metcalf can friggin' fly. Well, yeah, he he's an athlete. Year. He's an athlete. He ain't going to do shit with fucking Drew Locke as his quarterback. No, but, true. you know, uh, I don't care how fast he is. Okay. Um, but, I mean, getting back to Tristan Wirfs, I think he's actually, if anybody, right there with Trent Williams as far as. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I mean, again, if he hadn't gotten he injured late in yeah, the season. He, if he hadn't gotten injured, the Rams don't get to Brady I don't think as so many either. times as they did in the first part of that game, which is why they fell so far behind. They yep. finally figured it out in the second half right. and made a total comeback of it. And like I said, they were one blown defensive play away from going back to the Super Bowl again. Okay, because I think they would have beat San Francisco in the championship game. Um, San Francisco would have had to go to uh, Tampa, and um, and then you Tampa in the Super Bowl. And I'm sorry, but what is it? Seven out of ten times Brady will win you a Super Bowl. Well, not only that, but he gets there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the odds are in the favor of him yep. winning yep. if he gets there. May the odds always be in your favor. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Like Here's that. one for Ken. Number one offensive lineman, Zach Martin. Ken, do you agree with that? I mean, I know Zach Martin is like, he's all world when it comes to blocking. But mm. has injuries maybe caught up to him as well? Martin only allowed one sack last year and he's committed two penalties. That's what they're saying here. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he's a disciplined offensive lineman. I yeah. get that. But, you know, the same way they're criticizing Derrick Henry and other people who are have been injured lately. Yeah. George Kittle. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're not pushing those guys up to the top of the food chain because of those injury things. And Zach Martin, I mean, he's been around for a while, and he's got injuries. So does our honorable mention. And Ken and Ken basically spells it out as being the Dallas Cowboy that he fan that he is. Yep. When he can when he can stay healthy. But he is injury prone. And again, if you're not going to give it up for guys that that can produce and have produced only because they've been injured and missed time and stuff like that then I don't think Zach Martin really qualifies. Quentin Nelson, on the other hand, I mean, this guy was a first-round pick out of Notre Dame. His expectation level coming out of college was right where he's at right now as far as offensive linemen go. Good thing for Matt Ryan because he can need all the help he can get. (laughs) True. Very true. I'm saying he ain't no scrambler and he doesn't get away from the rush very easily. Nope. And he looks like a slug when he starts trying to scramble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. And that's why they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl because he couldn't scramble his way out of certain situations down the stretch. Well, that was that was coaching. That wasn't really necessarily his fault because the defense fell apart. Yeah, I know. Fucking Kyle Shanahan. Exactly. Yes. Punk ass. 
fucking non-fourth quarter coach him up. <laughs> <laughs> when it counts. <laughs> All right, interior defensive lineman. Is there any argument where no, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is, is the best player in the NFL right now, in my opinion? I really think he is. Honorable mention uh, Cameron Hayward of the Steelers who play in Acrisure Stadium now. Yeah, we talked about that too. That Heinz Field. Oh, the naming rights for yes, yeah, yeah Acrisure. Acrisure Stadium. Yeah, it's like it's like they call the Ralph. What is it? The Blue Mark High Mark Stadium now. Yeah. Like, I'm hey, I'm Acrisure. That name sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone called you know Skydome Rogers Center? Like I've never called it Rogers. I call it Skydome. Like, well, yeah, know, listen, it'll always be Heinz Field to me too. So. Yeah, yeah, always be Heinz Field. It's yeah. Like Three River Stadium, Seven River Stadium. No, it's Three River Stadium. Yes. Yeah, come on. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, but you know what I mean. Anyways, thanks for listening. Say hi to Nemo. Nemo's here for you. He's here for you. So. <laughs> All right. So Cameron Hayward, as honorable mention, is fine with me because, I mean, the guy is a beast. <clears throat> and I hate to admit it. It also helps him that he plays right next to T.J. Watt. Yes. Speak of the devil. Our next, our next, uh, our, our, our edge rusher, yes, our dominant edge rusher, yeah, going into this yeah, season. It me off because he beat out my guy, but that's all right. And Miles Garrett gets the honorable mention, yes. Well, I mean, if Garrett didn't fling helmets around on the field, <laughs> <I> mean, <right. laughs> well, yeah. and TJ Watt is just coming off one of the most dominant, yeah, man, edge rushing seasons of all time. Okay. Yep. Um, it's nice to see. You know what's weird? Because like you know, JJ's brother, but he like he carved his own niche. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. You Absolutely. always have this when it's like a brother. Nobody someone, calls you know? him JJ's brother. No. Right. It's not JJ's brother. Uh-uh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's TJ, and right now I think he's actually at on the verge of eclipsing jj well because jj has been hampered by injuries most of his career yeah. too so that's another reason that's fine yeah. bottom line is though is that his i think tj is an all-around better athlete than jj to be honest with you yeah he's smaller too right he's not as yeah faster I think. yeah it's faster off the edge yeah. yeah so linebacker i have no problem with darius leonard he no, he is a beast the guy exactly plays the the guy plays the position with with the fervor that don't i mean he's like a mike singletary type you know what i'm saying yeah wow comparing him to mike singletary well i mean my mike singletary the bears in the 80s is way before my time so i'm just throwing it singletary lawrence taylor (laughs) he has that kind of emphasis on playing that position he's all about let the dogs loose you know what i'm saying he's all about he's all over the field pretty much every time you hear a freaking play going on darius leonard's name is right there in the middle of it and then michael parsons gets honorable mention give him a couple years he'll be up there right yeah well mike you know he was a rookie last year so yeah i mean he had a great rookie season so he did um, yeah he did and I mean, it's like Le- and, and Leonard's had his every season. Micah was a sack machine as well last year too. So. Yeah, and you know he definitely puts. Let's just put it this way: he definitely gives the Dallas Cowboys a chance 
because he can put pressure on an offense. Yes. Okay. Only problem is, is that the Cowboys offense puts pressure on themselves and they don't get the job done. How they're going to do this year on offense, I have no clue. Because they don't really have a running game to speak of. Emmett Smith is washed as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Emmett Smith? I mean, Emmett, uh, what's his name? Um, it's me, Zeke. Zeke Elliott. Zeke, yeah, there you go. <laughs> he said Emmett Smith. I'm like, he's well, washed. Emmett Smith's been washed for over, yeah, Emmett's been washed for over a decade now. In case yeah, you're yeah. Emmett's, Emmett's washed <laughs> ever since he won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said over a decade, dude. That no, Zeke, Zeke is done. Zeke is done. <clears throat> I don't think Pollard is the number one. But you know what? Okay. Pollard runs the ball better than Zeke. They're better. Oh, he does. That that goes without saying. But is he a is he a cowbell for running back? They is he the guy that's going to play? See, running backs are. And the thing is, they pay they pay they, Zeke so much money, yeah. <laughs> they can't turn over the reins. Right. They can't turn over the reins to Tony Pollard because they pay Zeke so much money. Well, not only that, Elliot, you know what? The belt cow running backs are a dime a dozen these days. They're in your they're gonna be in the league four or five years and they're done because of all the beatings they take. And plus the running game is no longer the focus of NFL offenses. It really isn't. So no. Everything is all about pinball. It's all about, it's all about throwing the ball downfield. It's all about the pass. Yes. Yep. I get it. <laughs> well, and that's you know yeah. why that's because that's because the emphasis on on offensive lines that run block has been has diminished over the yes. years. Run blocking is an issue this you know over the past few years. Yep. Leading up to now, um, you have more offensive lines that are geared around protecting the quarterback mm -hmm. and making holes for running backs. Yes, creating holes for running backs. Yep. You know. Yep. And that's why the game has transitioned to where it has. Yeah. Okay. As far as cornerback, I do not agree with Jalen Ramsey. Only because I think he's he, was Jamar, he was Jamar Chase's bitch in that Super Bowl. <laughs> and even yeah. throughout the season, <clears throat> just he wasn't that guy that that played with Jalen. Listen, yeah, Homer time. Okay, for the next couple positions here, corners and safeties. Um, if Tredavious White did not get himself hurt on the Thanksgiving game again, he would have been first of all, Buffalo would have won that freaking Kansas City game, and <laughs> he. I would put him as the top corner because screw Jalen Ramsey. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. You know what? I don't even know who J.C. Jackson is. I never heard of J.C. Jackson before. played for the Patriots. Yeah, he's a Patriots guy who do Stephon Diggs eight every time he played him. So like just and now he's playing for the Chargers. Yeah, okay. I know. I know Clarky loves JC. I know. You know, but yeah. Well, yeah, Pollard is much better than Weak Zeke, but Weak Zeke's got the bigger contract. <laughs> so that kind of puts Pollard guys, behind the guys, ego. guys, guys. All right, and then finally at safety, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah, that dude re-energized and reset his career by going to Pittsburgh from Jacksonville. I mean, he had an, uh, a really good season. A lot of people year. reset their careers after they leave Jacksonville. This is true, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, but he, he fits right into that defensive scheme. And, again, 
Pittsburgh's not going to be as good this year as they were last year. They're not going to make the – I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But the I one think, thing about Pittsburgh is they've always been good on defense. Yeah, they always have. They always had a good defense. I think Pittsburgh's maybe the third third or fourth best team in that division. Um, so, I don't know. Jordan Poyer eats Minka all day. So, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde fan club. And I guess right he eats Justin Simmons too, right, from Denver. Yeah, he did. And, dude, he wasn't even honorable mention, was he? Jordan Poyer. Like no. first time, first team All Pro no. wasn't even. Justin mentioned. Simmons was the honorable yeah. mention. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because he has 14 interceptions since 2019, and he also finished top three on the Denver Broncos tackles with a mixed Whatever. missed tackle rate at, at or below 8.5 percent in three of the last four years. So again, Poyer. it's 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 what he's done over time. Yeah, Poyer, Poyer hasn't. How should I say? He's on the verge, and if Buffalo was to win, then that's when some of those names are going to surface to the top on Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Right now, you they can't, just haven't crossed that we, line, dude. We come on, and and people need to just like admit it, and it's okay to admit it. We have the best safety tandem on the planet. Like, who comes even? Come on, like maybe one guy you'll vote, vote over, but. And, and there's 13 seconds that prove otherwise <laughs> oh, because no. we didn't have the corner help. Yeah. We didn't have the corner help. That's why we had Dane Jackson. Okay, I'm sitting back there. Nothing wrong with Dane and Levi Wallace too. Nothing wrong with Levi. And good luck in Pittsburgh, buddy. But if Tre'Davious White was back there, we would have won that game. I guarantee. <clears throat> because because Micah and Jordan have to compensate for that. So they can't play. They're always yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So I have two kids that are going bananas right now. That's okay. Do you reach your office yet, John? Very much so. This is like the, the, the playroom as well. Okay, guys. <laughs> Let's say I need to get some stuff done, and you guys got to go play outside or go play upstairs. 15 minutes is all you need. <laughs> Because of the mosquitoes. That's why we just went and spent seventeen thousand dollars on an anti-mosquito machine. So, <laughs> call the call the fifth wheel and the fifth wheel. Yeah, the fifth wheel. Dude, we got a really good deal on that man. It was like go play in the fifth cheap. wheel. Hey, okay. Lock them up in the fifth wheel, okay. dude. Yeah, go, go. All right. So, in these last fifteen minutes, there's one. There's one thing that I wanted to really address, and and that's John Morant talking about he would have cooked oh. Michael Jordan if he played him one on one. This is that's 15 minutes. You guys didn't even do free agent like hockey stuff no, at all. We haven't done free agent hockey. I'm sorry, we haven't we haven't gotten to that. You yet. want to talk about John Morant? Well, I'm talking about John Morant making a statement that shows me that he's probably doing some serious drugs in the off season. Guys, because he said that he he basically said that if he played one on my one on one versus Michael Jordan, that he would have cooked him. No, go. Because I said so. Go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sorry, John. I I love it. Oh my gosh, man. it's like freaking because it's a circus. Okay, yeah, so we know Evander Kane went back to the Oilers. Yeah. Screw Calgary. Screw Calgary. Yeah, that was the best. 
the best the best was the the awesome week that Calgary had. It was fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. But yeah, you see, good old Johnny Hockey I, gives them a the big failed, middle finger. I failed to see any links that you posted in the NHL server addressing those particular stories. We're going over I, stories I that were in bro, the, on Twitter. We post I read articles. I don't read articles. I tweet. <laughs> I, I'm watching. I'm watching Wad, Wad, Woes bombs and stuff. And I'm like sure that. you can share tweet Twitter stories. I know. I know. Copy I'm, and paste is an amazing I, thing. I know. I know. <laughs> Anyways, yes, Edmonton won, in my opinion. Carolina and Edmonton won free agency. Um, okay. We have <clears throat> re-signed Vander Kane. We have for a team-friendly five million average annual value. Yeah. Yeah, like for a 40 goal scorer, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, um, yeah, and you know what he said? He said, Because I want the team to be able to afford other pieces, I want to win. This is a Vander Kane, the guy who's supposed to be the diva, right? Kind of the same way they said it about Stefan Diggs, how he's supposed to be a diva, and then he comes to the Buffalo Bills and becomes Stefan Diggs. It's like a Vander Kane becoming a Vander Kane in Edmonton. Anyways. Oh, by the way, just to address Ken real quick, Trayvon Diggs, Ken, if you were listening. One season does not qualify to you make that list. Okay. And Trayvon Diggs did get burned a lot. Even even though he had a lot of burnt a lot, yeah. Okay. So he was hit or miss, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But John would welcome him with open arms to the Buffalo Bills. Oh, totally. Totally. If he wants to come play, (laughs) the brothers and yes, and yes, Clarky, I I do recall. Part of the statement being that Michael Jordan would be an average star today in today's NBA. You know he what? I call himself. bullshit on that because <laughs> he played against the bad boy Pistons. He got beat yeah. up. He got freaking thrown off his his marks many times, and he was still that's not allowed in today's game. Stuff that's not allowed. He would he would he would totally obliterate defenses in today's NBA. He'd probably, be, he'd probably be a better three-point shooter than Steph, Steph Curry. He was getting there yep. in the late stage of his career. He's, yep. He said, you know what? I'm bored. I got to figure out something else to do really good. Yep. yep. You know, seven three-pointers against Portland in the first half of an of a NBA Finals game. Yep. Even he went like this. I don't know what the hell is going on. I, I, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, yeah, John, John Morant, look, John Morant, did well this season, but he needs to really tone down on the whole rhetoric. I, I'm I would have been better than Michael Jordan because it's easy to say that right now, okay. But because Jordan, show me show me Michael Jordan numbers and then you can talk. You had one season in Memphis. That's it. Okay. Um. What else? Um, I'd like Johnny to point Goudreau, out- man. Johnny Gaudreau giving the middle finger to Calgary, taking his talents to Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Yeah. Man. I saw that too. Yes. <laughs> Let's trade. Yeah, I put. Yeah, I put that. I put that. Trade meeting. LeBron to trade LeBron what? to Russia for Brittany Griner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gaudreau. I mean, that's a good pickup for Columbus. John. Hey, that was the do- hey that. 15 pointer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey John, I, I really yes, I really laughed a lot when you said WNBA, really? 
Dude, like he put that. Like, come on. Like, and I get like. Who do we know in Ken, the WNBA besides Ken, Ryan, who's in jail and like Russia? I couldn't even I couldn't tell you one player on the WNBA. Like, it's not. Well, and and it's, it's not it's, like oh I don't watch. Like, I just don't. I don't even watch baseball. So I don't watch. And it's ball. like I, I said. Don't watch, he might. He might as well have just started an NCAA channel while he was at it. Exactly, because that would have <laughs> got more love. Like, I mean, like I can't believe he put that there. Like, like. I couldn't either, but you know, it is what and, it is. And it's only you, you cancel culture. And, oh, John, it's like no, I just I don't. There's only a few sports I watch. I yeah, and even pay attention to, like like you but were it, talking about this guy crying at Yankee Stadium yesterday. I couldn't even tell you who he was. That's how much I. It's like my I have blinders on, bro. It's like football, football, football. Hockey season starting to attract me. Oh, oh and you know. and and hockey, Edmonton, Edmonton, and hockey. Yeah, because hockey, because the Oilers <laughs> are good. So you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I heard it there. I was listening to the radio, and the guy's like, "Can you rank your the top Canadian teams?" And the guy didn't even miss a beat. He's like, "Well, number and, one will be Edmonton." Like it felt great. And you probably <laughs> didn't see this either. But how many of y'all out there actually saw that that fucked up promo that Fox did in the Yankees Red Sox game on Friday? Or was yeah. it Saturday? They superimposed. It was Saturday. It yeah. was Saturday. They superimposed the Red Yankees the and logos the logos over Ground Zero, over the pools in Ground Zero, over the memorial fountains at Ground, ground zero, zero as a promo. Yes. Right now, Fox is well. I mean, again, this is Fox we're talking about. Yeah, but it's Fox Sports. It's it's a different entity. It doesn't matter, dude. Yeah, if yeah. it's Fox, it's Fox. They're all just tasteless people with no couth. I mean, they went out and apologized. Nobody gives a shit about your apology. Should Who in the right? The After first of all, you should be firing the person that put that promo together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he should be publicly shamed. All right, for putting it. I mean, seriously, over the memorial of Ground Zero. It just, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. too tasteless for words. And that's not political. That's just common that's sense just, and decency. Dude, you know, it's not it's exactly. not a political statement. It's it's just no common sense and decency. It really There's is. There's no politics involved in that. No, not at all. This is a human. A human story that affected the entire it, world. It's hollowed ground. It's hollowed ground. Plain and simple. You Plain know, and simple. Use that. Exactly. Use that analog analogy. It's. I mean, it doesn't. It just. It's not. It's. It, it totally can. I. I just said that it's Fox. I don't care yeah. if it's Fox Sports, Fox yeah. News, it's just Fox whatever, dude. That it's Fox. political. That's political. No, you say it's not it's, political, but it's, it's political because it's. Fox and what is Fox? It's a right wing news organization. Your reason not completely for hating, no. now not if, completely. If, I can't tell you what the left wing media is who does sports. Who is they don't I do don't right wing sports on CBS? Fox, I don't mean, but I don't I'm just saying, but like Ken saying it's dot 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 <laughs> Fox is insinuating that it's Fox that does this type of stuff. So it's very political. Well, you know, if you look back, regardless Fox, of how tasteless Fox it is or broke, not, there's still political traditions when they first yeah. came along. 
you know, with shows like In Living Colors, Married with Children, and stuff like that. So Fox has been getting criticism from day one as a as an organization. Okay, and yes, Rupert Murdoch, I get it. Okay. <laughs> and In Living Color was great. Yeah. Right, so, but it broke so all children. it broke all the norms of of television. Yeah, but you're talking television, you know, and and you know what, Fox as a TV network, not the Fox News network. But there's all Fox kinds of different divisions of Fox. Have have I'm just saying as a whole. I mean, Fox, Fox had to, created the Simpsons for goodness sake. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, Fox I mean, has no filter. They don't give a shit, yeah. and I get that. It's okay. But there's certain things that you got to watch where you tread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, like I said, to me, the whole thing with the promo is not political. But promo, it is no, par it for is. the course for Fox's attitude towards everything. Yeah. I mean, it was it was tasteless. You know? It really was. Is it disgusting? Yeah. Was it surprising? It's Fox. No. <gasps> Excuse me. Not really. I mean, they came out and apologized for it. Good for them. Okay, let's move well, on to you know, Juan Soto, who declined one hundred. Juan Soto, million. how do you turn down four hundred forty million dollars for fifteen years? You know why? Because he's expected five hundred million dollars from somebody else. From yeah, from a New York. So now, team so now or, the Nationals are going to try to trade him, and and he's still not going to get what he wants. I'm, I'm, I don't think he's. They're gonna not going to get what he wants. They're yeah. not going to get what they want for that was the richest. That was the, that was the richest. Richest proposed MLB contract in history, and he turned it down. Well, yeah. Well, you know why? Because he doesn't want to play in Washington anymore. Washington won their World Series during a pandemic, okay, which pretty much every championship during that period of time bears an asterisk next to it, okay? And what did yeah, they do? They probably would. Yeah. Yankees can pay him. Will they pay him is another story yeah. because they still have to pay Aaron Judge. Which he hasn't signed his new contract. He hasn't got a new contract. Okay. So I would rather first. have Aaron Judge, who to me has become the face of the Yankees. He has stepped into that role that Derek Jeter used to have. Okay. And. If they can get Juan Soto on the contract, that's a lot of freaking money, though. Yep. Because they still got Giancarlo Stanton's contract. That's yep. humongous. Yep. They got some pretty big contracts already on the books. Yep. And yes, they can afford it, but do they really want to go there? Rumor has it he might wind up with the Padres because they have that kind of money and they're an up and coming team. Yeah, they are. And but they and they, they they want to be able to compete with San Francisco and the Dodgers and that and yeah too. and that's, I mean Juan Soto would love playing in California yeah he would um, but yeah the the Padres are trying to figure out how they can compete with San Francisco and the Dodgers because those two teams are running that division right now and, and you know the reason money's no object Clarky is because they own their own media yeah San Diego yeah no so the Yankees, the Yankees. No, yes network yeah. yes network you're right they own their own shit. If you buy, look, if the Yankees, if the Steinman has ever tried to sell the Yankees, you'd have to also consider you're going to have to pay because the network comes with the team. You're looking at it's two or three billion dollars minimum. Yeah. Billions and, and billions of dollars. Over a billion dollars is the starting point. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. They can ask for upwards of 1.5 to 2 billion dollars for that yes. team. Because you know Yankees, what? I'd say higher. Even more than that. It's instant I mean, money. That's that's that's, yeah, that's Manchester below. United. It, 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 the owners of the Yankees have their own ATM. That's how that's how much money they're making right now. So it's all, you know. And they'll always be the number one market. You're right, Clark. They will. Yeah. That's why their yeah, stadium name will never change. Because they don't, they don't need, need sponsorship. They don't need corporate yeah. sponsorship. So anything else before we close out? Uh DeAndre uh Aytons resigns with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Uh Alex Rodriguez is transitioning from baseball to basketball as the co-owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, for what I understand, the transition is going well. They're they're uh they're accepting him and uh I mean, how big of a change is that? Being a baseball star all your life, and then all of a sudden going into a totally different sport as an executive. It's all about the money, and it's a rod. So it's a rod, and it's all about the money. It always is. Well, a rod ain't no dummy either. So the ESPN money is not enough for him. I mean, he's got his own friggin' broadcast, like like the like the Mannings do uh, for baseball now. Um, you know, so it's all about the money for him. I have I have I have questions on whether or not he could be a, a quality owner because he's got judge you know he's got his his life skills are and as gloom and doom would go Scott posts a couple of things concerning deaths in the NFL we won't go there <laughs> John Scott, doesn't want to talk about it we won't go there Scott missed the obituary right yeah <laughs> and it looks like it's nine o'clock ladies and gentlemen yes sir it is wow. That was quick. We did. Well, you only had to deal with me for an hour, not an hour and a half. So. Well, that's all right. We, we, would have, we would have dealt with you for an hour and a half too. It would, it would have been fun. Nah, it's okay. Nah, it's well, okay. not just that, but we had to re, we had to redo another segment. We had to, re, we had to revisit uh, the Josh Allen discussion. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and we talked mostly football, so that kept him engaged. Yes. You know. Yes. Good stuff. <laughs> all right, folks, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, thanks again. To my co-hosts, Elliot, Biggie, Lama, John G. Olson. Um, and we're hoping Ken can get And out there in the heavens, Ken Coslow. Ken Coslow. Somewhere in the interwebs. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Ken, yeah, Elliot was 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 really saying he wants to you know, start a I want to start a GoFundMe for, for Ken's internet service. Yeah, a GoFundMe account for your internet so you can get real Anybody know how to put one of those together? <laughs> Please, uh, hit us up on Discord. <laughs> Yes, and know. we do have. And for those of you watching the replay, I will be happy do. to. I will be happy to submit a contribution myself. Yes, we are. Uh, we do have a Discord channel now. Um, reach out to me if you want to get involved in Discord, uh, and uh, we'll get you set up. Anyway, uh, on behalf of the co-hosts, I am the Sports Nerd, and we'll be back next Sunday at seven thirty p.m. Eastern. And uh, after that, have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you then. Go Oilers, right, John? Okay, whatever. Go Bolts. Uh, I hit the outro, Elliot. Another Sunday episode of the Sports Nerd Show in the books, and we're actually still alive to tell about. Now, on behalf of our host, Scott, the Sports Nerd, right? John Olson, Ken Coslo, two of our local members in the brand pack, and yes, me, Big E, the entire pack would once again like to thank you all for participating with us in the best 90 minutes of sports smack talk that we have today. 
So until next Sunday night, dear nation, we want to leave you with a quick PSA. Please stay safe. Please practice social distancing. And for heaven's sake, please wear a blessed mask. You all just got hit with a pack rant from the rank pack. And with that, fellas, we are out.